Iowa everywhere. Mike Palm, Mike Palm. Ken, Miller. Ken Miller, together on Iowa Everywhere. Welcome to The Hook, powered by Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Hook, a championship edition of The Hook. Yes, indeed, NFC, AFC championships. They are all set to go. Mike Palm from Circus Sports, Vice President of Operations, my co-host for The Hook. We will get into that. Take a little peek at the hockey as well as uh, we head towards the uh, all-star break uh, in the National Hockey League. But obviously, uh, first and foremost, let's get into the football. Mike, good to, uh, good to see you as always. Uh, the line movement, when Pat Patrick Mahomes took the podium and did his little press conference yesterday, and he was up on a little bit of a riser. And when he bounced off of that, you could just see the numbers starting to move uh, at uh, all of the books throughout the uh, the country. Uh, at the time, Cincinnati was about a point and a half favorite. And off we go now. Uh, we're Kansas City favored. I'm not sure where it's going to settle. Let's get your first take on that. Uh, was the movement when the people saw Mahomes, was that what they were waiting for? Yeah, I guess, Kenny, and who knows the info that's coming out of, out of Kansas City. It's their job to tell us he's going to be okay. They're not going to say he's hurt, he's limited. They're giving no clues to Lou Anarumo and that Cincinnati defense. You know, we opened one and a half. It went to Cincinnati one. One and a half Chiefs went to Cincinnati one. It actually got to one and a half here. Got to two and a half some places in the market. Yeah. And then after that press conference, went all the way back to Kansas City one, which is basically the opening number. To me, Kenny... The game is unbettable pre-flop. I need to see Mahomes. Yeah. I think he got a shot last week. That's what got him back. But the shot last week isn't good for this week. Um, so I need to see Mahomes in action. And yeah, I think it's going to be a terrific game. It's a terrific chess match between one of the best offensive minds of our generation and Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. And a guy that's probably the most unsung defensive coordinator in the game in Luana Rumo. I mean, everybody and their brother coordinators get in an interview yeah. for a head job. And how is – Nobody talking to Lou Anarumo. I, I don't know, but I have to watch. Just like I had to watch to see if Jalen Hurts was 100%, I need to watch to see if Pat Mahomes is 100%. Yeah, I was going to ask you that very question. If you take a similar tactic, you've answered it, and I think that's probably the prudent way to go about it. So, Mike, let's get into the line movement a little bit. Is it a certain amount of of money that comes in? Is it a disproportionate number of bets going one way that gets you guys to react? What does it take uh, in that time period from from Cincinnati being favored to now the Chiefs being favored? What does it take? It's a combination of money, but also who's making the bets. Mm. Uh, and, and and trying to stay out ahead of the people that we think are pretty sharp on 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 the NFL. So in some cases, it can just be a flood of money and that we've gotten ourselves into a bad position and we need to move it to get buyback. Uh, in other cases, it's, it's a couple of respected bets. Here we saw a lot of money, obviously, on Cincinnati coming in, anticipating that maybe even if Mahomes can't go, you're getting way the best of the number, even at lane one, one and a half or two. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in Nevada, I mean, uh, mobile wagering is legal there. What do you do? You see a lot of, um, you know, guys hanging around the counter for, for, for that movement back, you know, back in the day, that was the only way you could do it, right? Mobile gaming wasn't approved yet. Is that still a thing? It's a combination, but I'd say more, more of it comes over mobile. There's, you know, we got, I would have to look up the number, but it's, 
probably more than 60 accounts that have six figures mm. uh, in there and, 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 you know, maybe a dozen or so that have seven figures in it. And wow. these guys, you know, with our limits, um, yeah. that's what they feel is appropriate to keep in their app. And they're going to make large wagers. Now, obviously, as the game gets closer to kicking off, the more, you know, that we increase the limits. But uh, it's probably 80-20 action on the app as compared to over-the-counter what moves the line. Here's a question for you. I've never asked this before. I've never been asked this before. So the two games on Sunday, how will the the handle compare on those two to Super Bowl Sunday? Where it took a while before, what was the number everybody shot for? $100 million in Nevada for, I don't know, this doesn't go back that many years. If you'll ever get north of that, now you fly over that. Um, how will these two games compare to Super Bowl Sunday as far as right? Mm, they won't. Um... Combined? Well, combined, it, well, because of all the props in the Super Bowl and two oh, weeks yeah. of betting, yeah, we did a tremendous handle on the 49ers and Cowboys last week, and that was by far the marquee game. I hope we can write as much on these two games, uh, the championship games. Um, I think the San Francisco-Philadelphia will be heavily bet um, because of the amount of support that the 49ers get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's a little bit more of a tempered approach, though, from the public perspective on the Kansas City games because of Mahomes. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Well, uh, let, let's let's finish up on the AFC. Let's take our time in the AFC. You mentioned the defense of Cincinnati. Look, we know Joe Burrow. We, we know he's a terrific quarterback. We know the weapons that he has, and he's got a whole bunch of them. Offensive line, three guys out. It really wasn't a, a factor uh, when they played uh, last weekend. But it's the defense that I think people maybe underrate a little bit. Uh, Taylor Brick, the kid from Nebraska, is 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 really come in and done, done a nice job. The defensive front uh, and the edge rushers from Cincinnati are outstanding. So when you look at uh, Cincinnati's defense, uh, can they uh, can they they shut down or at least attempt to shut down Kansas City's offense? Well, look, Ken, the last two times they played, which includes the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, and then the game earlier in the year in Cincinnati, they held the Chiefs to three points in the second half both times. So. They're winning these second-half matchups. You saw them get pressure on Josh Allen. I think that was the key, you know. Um, They've had a kind of piece together, the secondary. I mean, Eli Apple made a couple nice plays last week. And uh, I think the offense sets up their defense. So the offense is efficient. They they don't do quick drives. They get these first downs. I mean, they had 11 first downs rushing last week against Buffalo. So that helps a lot when you keep your defense off the field as well. Yeah, that's a that's an excellent point. Uh, and, and Cincinnati does a lot of damage early in football games, Mike. I think you pointed that out yesterday, just how efficient they are early in the game. Kenny, I don't I, I don't know if it's just me, but in these big games, you get to the divisional round, you get to the championship. I, if I win the toss, I want the ball. Yeah. I don't want to give the other team the ball and get down seven to nothing. I mean, we saw that Philadelphia was 14 to nothing on the Giants like that. Cincinnati 14 to nothing in Buffalo in the first eight minutes of the game. And then they're in full control. I would rather take the ball with my offense and try to score and give up and and game plan at halftime. The second half, what do you want to do defensively for that first drive? Um, Will you get involved with the, or do you get involved at halftime numbers? Sometimes I do. I bet the second half of the Kansas city Jacksonville game under, which looked great. I could have had a middle and I didn't take it. It would have hit. Then I had to hold on and get lucky with the fumble inside the 10 by Jacksonville because there was a barrage of points there early in the fourth quarter, the third quarter, what we only had three points. So I I did because I didn't think Mahomes was a hundred percent and I thought they'd favor him with a 10 point lead and try to protect him. That's why I bet the under, um, usually I get involved in game. We'll have to see. 
for me, my angle here is, you know, if Cincinnati gets to a lead and Mahomes looks compromised, I'll, I'll lay the juice for Cincinnati to win the game. You know, when they were up 14 nothing, they were only minus $1.60 at Buffalo. It, it, it yeah. was too short to me, you know what I mean? So I'll take a shot and lay 100, 800 to win a nickel in a spot like that. Well, you know, since you brought up Buffalo, how about the teams that got knocked out, Mike? Um, the, the Giants uh, are knocked out. The Cowboys are knocked out. Uh, the Bills are knocked out in Jacksonville. Either of those four teams that had their season end last week, uh, do you think that they're they're trending upwards or they've maybe plateaued? I'm wondering. I'm, I'm worried about the Bills. I just, you know, this Bills team to me, got a, every team's got a lot of free agent questions. But of the four teams that had their season's end, Who's got the best chance to get back to this point and maybe go further next year? Well, um, Dallas is interesting because what are they going to do? I I don't think if you're Jerry Jones and you're his age and, you know, how many years do you have left? It it seems apparent they're not winning a Super Bowl with Dak. So what what do you do? I, I would, if I were the Cowboys, I'd call up the Jets and I'd say, we'll give you Dak for the 13th pick. I know the Jets have their eyes on Rodgers, but they're going to have to give up two first-rounders to get Rodgers. And then if the Jets would agree to that, I mean, you're arguably getting a top-10 quarterback in Dak. It's a major upgrade to go with that defense. Then I would call – if that deal went through and Woody Johnson agreed to it, then I would call up Green Bay and I would say, we'll give you the 13th pick we just got from the Jets and our own 27th pick in the first round for Rodgers. You reunite Rodgers with McCarthy. I can't believe Rodgers said, well, he got McCarthy fired. Well, how about what they've done since McCarthy left? They can't win a home playoff game. They didn't make the playoffs. So, yeah. And I think you give yourself a window for two years. Now, there's probably some salary cap concerns there, and maybe Dak enforces his no-trade clause, but maybe Dak wants to go to New York. Lord knows he appears in enough commercials. That's a good um, point. Dallas has some pieces around him uh, there. There's something wrong in Buffalo. I don't know what it is. They don't have a running game. Um, they, they missed the pass rush, obviously, in that game. Mm-hmm. Um Von Miller being hurt Jackson, really Jacksonville still has a ways to go. I mean, maybe if you look at a two or three year, if you ask me that question in the next three years, and the Giants, I'm not sure they're going to keep their quarterback. I, I, you know, they didn't sign him, so right. Uh, I, I doubt they're going to pay him 25 million now. So. I would probably argue Dallas, depending on what they do at the quarterback position. You know, it's a really interesting uh, proposal that you just threw out there. I, I had not even thought of that reunited because it just seemed when, especially today, right? The domino falls, Nathaniel Hackett goes to the Jets. That's Rogers' guy. Nathaniel Hackett goes to Denver. Everybody thought Rogers was following. They got Russell Wilson. How'd that work out? But your proposal, because they, the, they've they got a Super Bowl ring together, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Mike, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a really good idea. I think Dallas was the closest of the four losers to winning the game. I mean, I still think Brett Maher missing four extra points in Tampa Bay cost them that game. And, and here's the reason why. There's nobody, no coach in football that's had more of a propensity to kick 55, 50-yard field goals in the last five years than Mike McCarthy. If, he, if there were no issues with Maher from the week before, with two minutes to go in the first half tied at six, right. they're kicking a field goal at yes. the two-minute warning. It's a 53-yard. Yes. There's no doubt. Right. Worst case scenario, he misses it. He makes it. They get a 9-6 lead. Instead, Dak scrambles and gets a first down, and everybody said, oh, what a great move. On the next play, Pollard breaks his leg. It yeah. changed the game. You had a four-minute injury timeout, and then Dak throws an interception that essentially ended the game because mm-hmm. they never could get back into it. So I think if Marr doesn't miss four extra points, maybe we're talking about it Cowboys and Eagles round three. 
It's certainly not distance that's an issue with him. I mean, uh, that, that's nothing for him. Well, let's go to the uh, let's go to the uh, NFC and uh, the championship game. Uh, that will be the uh, early game of the day. Philadelphia, they're the number two ranked defense in all of football. You know, the, the question to me is is when is when when is midnight going to strike for Brock Purdy, or, or is it? Um, he's he he doesn't do too much between the years. This is where I think he excels. He realizes that he can't make mistakes. He's got a terrific defense. He's got a bunch of weapons around him. He, he's not asked to do too much. I think that was his problem on some games at Iowa State, that he knew that he had to try and fit the ball in that tight window or make that play, uh, that hard-to-make play, and I think that cost him a couple of times. He doesn't have to do that now. He's got a brilliant offensive mind uh, as his head coach. But Purdy, to me, is the question in this game. He's been great so far. Uh, I just wonder if he can do it again on the road in Philadelphia. I don't think so. I have a strong opinion here. I, I laid two and a half Philadelphia. I, I think we underestimate, one, the effect of going into Philadelphia, what a hard place that is to play in that rabid fan base. Kenny, let's be honest. The game here at Allegiant was more, was a home game for San Francisco. They had two-thirds of the fans, mm-hmm. if not more. Brock Purdy's played one road game in the NFL, and he That's hasn't Seattle played against a secondary night. like this. This is – Right, probably the best secondary in football. Philadelphia can run the ball; they can pass the ball. Remember, this team dominated the NFL for ten weeks, beat good teams, yeah. beat everybody yeah. at halftime, won all the first half against the spread. I, I think they're up against it with San Francisco. It's going to be interesting what Shanahan does with a creative running game if they can establish that and stay in the game. Um, but I think if Purdy has to make plays, it's too tall a task in this spot. Yeah, especially going up against Slay, Bradbury, two guys that are really they're ball hawks. They're ball hawks back there. And uh, Sweat and Graham and uh, and uh, Fletcher Cox, they can get after the quarterback. San Francisco's got to go to offensive line. I'll give you that. But, man, that defense of Philadelphia, you mentioned the weapons that they got, the, the trade, the, the fleecing that uh, with Tennessee to get A.J. Brown. My gosh, to go along with Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard to tight end. You mentioned Sanders could run the ball a little bit. What's the little running back's name that scores a Boston Scott? Uh, yeah, he's Scott. automatic. And with, and you saw enough in Hurts that you think that everything's fine there. Is he 100%? I don't know if he's 100%. He didn't have to be asked to do a lot, but it certainly didn't seem like they were shying away from him in the game plan, which is what I was kind of looking for. Um, so I, I just I, I think Philadelphia is a smidge better than San Francisco, and the home field makes a big difference here. And 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 stepping up in class with the secondary, Dallas defense played well. I give them uh-huh. credit; they kept them in the game. They really did. Dan Quinn's group was was really good, but I think this Eagles team is better. So, is there a number you know shopping for all alternate lines? Is, is there a number you would go past? You know, just to get a just to get a better price. I mean, would you go past a? T- can you see this game being more north of a touchdown? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I think. Yeah. Kenny, this no matter who the Super Bowl matchup is, the line's going to be one. I mean, these four final is four it? are so close together. Yeah. The point spread is a home field, other than you know the Mahomes uncertainty. Right. That's all it is. These are four teams that are basically dead equal in a power rating. Yeah. Uh, that. So who would be favored? Would Eagles be one over or Kansas City? Eagles would be one over Kansas City uh, or Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, and and I think. If San Francisco's there, it's it's probably maybe Kansas City one and Cincinnati's a pick. 
Wow, wouldn't that be so? When was yeah. the last time we had a, a, a Super Bowl with that tight of a line? I'm sure it's happened recently. I can't I, think of it. I can't remember a Final Four that was this close together. Yeah, I can't for sure. I can't remember that. Um, do you have any futures alive? I don't. I, I rarely bet NFL. I bet hockey futures and I bet mm. baseball futures, and that's about it. All right, so help me out here because I've got the Cincinnati Bengals at 30 to 1. I have the San Francisco 49ers at 22 to 1. I've got a couple of saver tickets on Kansas City. I mean, if Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, I'll get about half of my money back. Uh, just to, just so give me some bullets for Major League Baseball. Um, what would you do if you're in my spot? 22 to 1 and 30 to 1. Obviously, I need the Bengals. I mean, Mike, can you imagine the spot that I would be in if I get to the Super Bowl and in San Francisco and Cincinnati? That's not even included. Putting all the exactas that I bought, uh, the you're Super Bowl exactas. You're still okay with Bengals over Philadelphia, right? Yes, yes. I, you've got to protect against Kansas City. So I'd, I'd look, I'd wait to make an in-game spot there and see if Mahomes is 100. percent And then if you feel that Kansas City's in a spot to win that game, then you got to, you got to try to, you know, create some more value for yourself. You don't want to. I, don't, I always don't think. I want to be in a spot where I, I win 14,000, I win 8,000, or I lose 2,000. I'd rather be in a spot where I win eight, I win four, I win two. It's mm-hmm. the way I think of it. So do you do – because I don't have anything on the Eagles other, other than on the bottom of tickets. I've got the Eagles on the bottom. You can, to wait, the you, you can, you can wait now with the Eagles and because if you, get, if you get Cincinnati and Philadelphia, you can just bet the Eagles. You have a very easy right. calculation to bet the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That's true. That's true. And, and the line's and the line's probably going to be one at most. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Boy, that'd be a heck of a matchup if indeed we get that. Uh, mm-hmm. If it if it is that tight of a point spread, what will that do handle wise? Does that hurt or help? Or the, the, the tighter the spread, the more the handle. Is that right? Yeah. Nobody wants to lay or, or lay a bunch Nobody of points. Wants to lay and grab fourteen a- with San Francisco against San Diego, or you know, yeah, the people yeah. don't want to lay. Once it gets past seven, people, you know shy away from it and try to attack in other ways. Hmm. Um, when the Super Bowl is over and the confetti has fallen, how many days will it be before you guys, or will you, um, will you put up futures? You want to, will you wait for the schedule? Um, generally we do to see mm-hmm. the schedule, to see how the, how it lines up home and away with those, with those teams you don't know you're playing yeah. um, and how it falls to with schedule and travel. And you have three road games and all that stuff. Generally we do. And that way you also get the draft in there as well. Right. Uh, I was going to save this for next week, but just a, just a real quick hit on this. Uh, you mentioned there's so many props on the Super Bowl. Obviously some carry over from the previous years, but have you guys, how much, I mean, guess how many man hours, I guess everybody wants that one prop that nobody else has, right? When do you start working on that, and um, have you have you identified something that uh, might be uh, ad, uh, interesting to uh, to uh, sports betters? I know they've been looking at it starting this week, but I don't know. I haven't heard what they've come up with. At the end of the day, the props are a losing thing for the books. So yeah, you know we want to be competitive, but we don't need to be a leader in class. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't blame you. All right, let's spend a couple of minutes on. Uh, you mentioned you like to play futures in hockey, so do I, and I love the game, and as do as do you. Um, Boston, Tampa Bay. Here's the thing, Mike. When I know that you love these Bruins, and I get it, they're on. I mean, their record speaks for itself, right? What are they? Thirty-eight, five, and whatever. Thirty-eight, five, and something. Yeah, ridiculous number. At some point, just to get out of the Atlantic, they're going to have to get by Toronto. I know they've had their number. But man, oh man, it's I think for them to advance even to an Eastern Conference final, 
Um, that Atlantic division, what a godly throw Tampa Bay into the equation in there. Looks like Tampa Bay and Toronto, if it ended today, they would play and Boston would get a wild card. Man, the Atlantic is a bear before you even get a sniff of cash in your future on the Bruins. I'm okay with that. You know, Kenny, at right now, I got him at 35 to 1. I can lay minus $7. They're 4 to 1 to win the cup. I can lock it up right now and not even have to worry about it. When did you get 35 to 1? That had to be early. I mean, really I, I got, early. Oh, no, I got 35 to 1 back in August. Did you really? I made my futures bets all in August. Uh huh. I made, you know, when I made mine on the Bruins, when you convinced me when we were talking hockey yeah, on the show. For me, it's just an auto Jim Montgomery, wherever Oh, that's is, it. Play it. That's it, and then I and then I and then I handicapped Dallas. Yeah. Um. You know. So and then I got myself a little Carolina because if it's Boston and Carolina, you know, in, in the Eastern Conference, I just that, that I worry because of the Europeans. But let me tell you, the Hurricanes make you beat them. They never yeah. give games away. You've got to play well to earn it. And I know they wear down a bit in the playoffs, but uh, I still want that protection. I'm with you. And Brett Burns, I think, is going to make a huge yeah. difference on that hockey team. Yeah. I watched the Stars and the Hurricanes last night. That was a terrific game. Terrific Those game. Goals. Terrific awesome game. game. I, lo- I watched every finish. second of it, Kenny. I did, too. Before I did too. we I go, really before we go yep. and I, I just want to say, you know, Jim Rutherford, should people should never forget what Jim Rutherford did to Bruce Boudreaux. Yeah, to to take a guy that yep. gave his life to hockey, yep. who's won seven division titles and ten full seasons, who mm-hmm. almost took your team from last place to the playoffs last True. year, and let him hang there for two months, let Shameful. everybody let everybody know that you're yep. hiring Rick Tockett, yep. to have him as a lame duck coach for weeks, and your fans cheering for him every night. Mm-hmm. How disgusting for an organization. You know what it was, Mike, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. It was good to see. I and, and again, I'm Canadian. I have a little bias here. But I think a Canadian fan base realized what this guy was being put through, and they made sure Bruce Bo- they made sure Bruce Boudreaux knew uh, their appreciation for them. What's go- what did he win when he first got there last year? Like eight, nine, ten in a row, something crazy. I think crazy. he won 11 of 12 or eight in a row to yeah. start and got him into a playoff a playoff position. Now, they fell just a bit short. But, I mean, it was, it was incredible what he did – with that team had totally abandoned Travis Green, he's by far the most popular coach that organization's ever had. Yeah. And the guy, and he had to go out there every night and ask her questions from the media. Why are you still here? Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, and I thought he was good all along." The one, the lady asked him, "Did you lose the room?" He said, "I didn't lose the room. I lost games." Right. You know. And then they said, "Why not? Why do you think it might be now?" He said, "Well, yeah." He said, "They let me play. They let me coach against twelve teams with a winning percentage of six two eight. And he said, "The new crew is going to come in here and 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 take on Chicago and Columbus and good luck to Seattle. Them. Yeah, yeah, and see, yeah. I mean, it's just it was really one of the most bizarre things I've ever. And Jim Rutherford has been a winner where he's went. He's it's just so That's out of true. character, yep. but yep. terrible, terrible, terrible what he did. And good for the people of Vancouver, the support they showed." That was a special scene Saturday night. I watched the whole game against Edmonton. No, they lost. They lost. They gave up two five-on-three goals. Right. They lost the game. But them chanting, Bruce, there it is, and the tears and all that, yep. I won't forget that. I won't either. I remember him as a player, Mike, back in back in, in Toronto. I don't know, early 70s. I, had, he, I remember he had a weird helmet, like a yep. Jofa helmet, something like that. Good stuff. All right, so what in, in our final couple of minutes here, let's go back to the football uh, you have a, a strong opinion on Philadelphia. I'm with you. I think the Eagles are probably going to come out of the NFC. 
And then you'll get a live bet on on if if indeed you get involved, it'll be as the game is progressing. You want to see Mahomes go up and down the field, or at least move to his right or his left, right before you make a play. I don't think he could cut. Um, I I'd look, I know it's probably it's minus a dollar forty, but you know Kelsey, what did he catch? Fifteen passes last 14, week. Fourteen, I think. Yeah, perhaps six and a half. I would go over what? again here. He he needs that safety valve when he can't scramble, especially. So I'd go over that prop too. Uh, as as if probably the only other the only thing I'll do pre flop on that game. That's interesting. I thought it because you, you can't guard Travis Kelsey. I put I put it at eight. It's still yeah. six. It's the same as and it I was still last might go week. over. The same as it was last week. Six and a half. Uh, that doesn't make a lot of yeah. sense. Good to see. I forgot to ask you this, but by a text, so I'll ask you. You'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Well, is is uh, is Condren back? Yeah, Trent's back. His son Jack is good to go. He was back good. until today. Mom stayed home today. Uh, Jack was better, but mom stayed home and uh, Trent's back and he'll be back tomorrow. Did you uh, did you do the shows by yourself or did you have on a Wednesday? Yeah, no, I do it by myself. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I don't want to impose anybody to come in. So I did Wednesday show by myself and then the Mediacom show. Likewise, yeah. we got a good yeah. partnership and family comes first. Yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week on The Hook, sponsored by our friends out in Las Vegas. Circus Sports are right here in the state of Iowa. Go to the App Store, download the app. You will not find better prices anywhere uh, than on the Circa app. Mike, thanks for doing this. We'll see you next time right here on Iowa Everywhere. Iowa Everywhere.